Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, or I should say I'm at their side I'm because I'm their co-host. They're the host. They're the ones running the show. This is their platform, and they're the ones at the helm steering the ship because, well, we have this thing called life, and it is about as chaotic and rocky as it would be a like just a crazy, just a crazy storm out in the ocean. And they're steering us through these waters and they're going to get us to where we need to be. They're going to get us to a safe harbor. They're going to get us to calm seas. But we have to trust in God and Jesus Christ that they're going to do what they're going to do. And we need to listen to them. We need to give up, you know, complete surrender. Say, all right, God. All right, Jesus. Go ahead. Take the wheel. All right. Show me the way. So anyway. Here we are. It is Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. It is Flag Day today, by the way. So um, happy Flag Day. Um, Yeah, it's one of those holidays that you unfortunately don't get a paid vacation day for or uh, a day off or, you know, you don't even get time and a half. Sorry. Um, Heck, you don't even get a good you you can't even do a You can't even celebrate with like a good meal, like like Flag Day pie or something. Well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make my own Flag Day meal and it's going to be a designated meal every week or every year not every week well every week but every year but anyway yeah so but happy flag day nonetheless and so after i get done with this podcast i'm going to do a his hardline discussion it's going to be on the u.s civil peace flag which is the only rightful flag of the united states and you might be thinking jason oh that's a pretty outlandish thing to say it's a pretty big claim well it is a big claim because it's true so I want to get into that in the other side on the His Hardline Discussion podcast. But here with 1% or less with him, we are going to do, again, something a little off the cuff here. Instead of doing a chapter and verse kind of reading, what we're going to be doing is um, we're going to read a few different verses from different parts of the Bible. And uh, I found this sound clip that I wanted you all to listen to because it's very, very powerful. And I wanted to share it with you today. Donna Brandenburg, who is running for this uh, governor for the state of Michigan, she posted it on her Telegram and I listened to it and I absolutely fell in love with the message. And so I did everything I could to get the audio to play on here. And so I'm going to be playing that here in just a moment. But before we do, um, just one quick show note. Just remember, share this podcast far and wide. And uh, I've been noticing, too, I just wanted to put out a special thank you to everyone out there uh, who has been signing up for a Podbean account. I want to just give you a just a quick 15-second recognition and a thank you. I notice who is starting a Podbean account. Granted, I may not know who you are. I don't know your first name. I don't even know. Obviously, I don't see a face unless you put a picture up there or anything like that. But here's the thing. I've noticed new accounts coming on and giving me a follow. First off, thank you. Second of all, that means more to me than you'll ever know. And I'm sure also it means more to God. So all those who are signing up for Podbean, 
just to listen me, you know, to follow me. I appreciate that because I'm curious. I always click on new accounts just as they, you know, pop up on my notifications. And when I see who else you're following and it's just usually me or like maybe one or two others or just solely me, I know you signed up because of me. And I want to say appreciate that and much gratitude. So just wanted to give that little recognition out there. So uh, all that to say, though, is uh, hold on. I'm sorry. I just got a text from my wife. I need to make sure everything's fine because her and my daughter are outside. Let me see here. Let me see here. OK. And so. Um, so anyway, um, so this again, it's going to be a little different. We're not going to be doing a, a chapter reading. So just different verses regarding um, listening to the voice of God. All right. And then I'm going to play that sound clip. It's about seven minutes long, but it's a really powerful sound clip. And then we're going to come right back and wrap it up with a quick prayer. And we're going to be out because, again, want to keep this at 15 minutes. One percent of 24 hours is boom, about 15 minutes. So let's read a few of these quotes here, uh, Bible verses here regarding listening to God's voice. So first one is um, where it is. Where did I read it? Oh, here it is. We're at Luke 11. 28. And he replied, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Absolutely. Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. It's going to fall right in line with what we're going to listen to here in a second. Uh, Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Wow, that's a pretty profound one. I don't think I've read through Jeremiah quite a bit, but I don't think I've ever caught that one. We're going to read that one more time. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and un wow, and unsearchable things you do not know. Oh, I'm going to have to mark that one down. I actually really like that one. Jeremiah 33, 3, if you want to notate that for yourself. Next, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Very profound as well. So basically, don't just listen to it. Don't just take it in. Act. Do what it says. Be the best version of yourselves. Help the poor. I mean, yeah, I love it. It's not just about belief. You know, you also got to do works. It's like, it's like, uh, well, anyway, I'm not going to get into it for the sake of time. Okay, next, John 5.14. This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Jeremiah 29.12. Then you call, you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Proverbs 16.20. Whoever gives heed to instruction prospers and blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Amen. Psalm 116, verses 1 through 2. I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. Because he turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. Yep. Matthew seven twenty four. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And, you know, we're going to pause there. I'm going to play this sound clip. It's about seven minutes long, but it's really powerful. We'll read a couple more, and then we'll round it out with a prayer. How about that? Because that should put us probably about 16 minutes realistically. All right, let's listen to David Gibbs. I was in Alaska doing a lawsuit. We're way out in the Aleutian Islands. 
getting ready to leave and go back to Anchorage and then home. And I had a ticket in my pocket to get on an airplane. And a pastor came up and he said, listen, I can save you money. I said, how's that? He said, I flew a small airplane up here and I fly a small airplane and I can take you in my little airplane and you can save your ticket. And this did not sound, I said, gee, thank you so very, very much. But I've got this ticket. We'll just make our way on home, me and this other lawyer with me. He said, no, 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 you gotta do it, you gotta do it. And against every better judgment I had, I said, okay. Well, we went out to the airport, took us by his little plane and I looked at it. And I thought, well, one good thing, it's shiny. Then he walked around it, we got in. He's on the left front, I'm on the right front. The other lawyer's sitting right behind me. And he started it up, and it started up just fine. Well, we taxied out. I said, should we pray? He said, yeah, that's a good idea. We normally don't. I said, well, this time we're gonna. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I prayed five, eight minutes. I prayed a long time. We went and got on the runway. He starts down the runway. The plane lifted off ever so gently, and we start climbing, and it's wonderful. Not a problem in the world. We started climbing and we flew probably three, four minutes and something happened that will never leave my mind. The pilot turned to me and he said, we're going in the clouds and I can't fly in clouds. They make me pass out. I said, clouds make you do what? <laughs> now it's been cloudy all day. And we go right up into the clouds and you can't see anything. And he looks at me and his eyes roll back in his head and he starts mumbling and he passes out, passed out cold. Now I grabbed him and I shook him and I said, come on, you gotta wake up so I can kill you. Now we're in the clouds flying along with no pilot. And my friend in the back seat said, we're dead, aren't we? I said, there's a very good chance of that, yes. He said, what are we gonna do? I said, I don't know. But there was a radio right there and I handed him the microphone and I said, start asking for help. So he's in the back seat reaching up and he said, hello, hello. We didn't know any proper radio etiquette. All we were saying was hello. And somebody answered back, hello, hello. Don't you guys know proper radio etiquette? And I said, give it to me. I said, tell we don't know nothing. Tell him we're in an airplane with a passed out pilot and we don't know how to fly this plane. The guy said, I'm a freighter flying out of Anchorage on the way to Tokyo. And he said, you're telling me you have nobody who can fly that plane with you? I said, tell him that's correct. Now you gotta understand, I am sweating bullets. He said, the first thing I'm going to do is start circling so I don't lose you because I'll fly out of range of your radio and you won't have me anymore. And he said, I'm going to get Anchorage Emergency for you and Anchorage Emergency will be the people that can maybe help you try to save your life. After about five minutes, Anchorage came on and said, we understand you have a passed out pilot and those of you do not know how to fly that plane. We said, that's right. They said, well, the first thing we got to do is find you. And I'll never forget what this man at Anchorage said. He said, my job is to get you home safe. He said, that's my job. But he said, here's the deal. If you want me to get you home safe, you gotta promise me you'll obey my voice. He said, you can't see me, but I can see you. And he said, if you're not gonna obey my voice, you're gonna die. When you can't see anything, you have no idea how disorientated you become. Finally, he said, okay, I found you. Now hear me clear. He said, you're four minutes from a mountain. He said, you're gonna crash in that mountain and die. Follow my voice. I never said, I have to follow your voice? Is that reasonable? 
You see, I understood without his voice, I had nothing. And do you understand, without God's voice, you have nothing. Nothing. Finally, he got us turned. And he said, I'm freezing all the traffic in the area. He said, it's gonna take me an hour and a half to get you to Anchorage, and there's a lot of weather between you and Anchorage. You're in for a rough ride. And he said, I want you to hear me. I don't want you to look at what's going on outside. I don't want you to pay attention to the storm, just my voice. He said, if you start watching the storm, you will die. But I'll take you through it. Now, because they cleared all the traffic, several pilots, those nighttime freighters, those 747s started talking to us. They said, we're praying for you, men. You're gonna make it, but listen to the voice. That's the key. They said, trust the voice. You realize your head is full of voices and everybody in this world wants to talk to you and everybody wants to be the controlling voice. And God says, I want you to be a living sacrifice. I want you to put yourself on the altar and let my voice be your voice. Finally, we went through the worst of the weather, but there was still more. And then the voice came back and it said, now, I'm gonna line you up. He said, I'm gonna bring you in right down the runway. And at the foot of the runway are some lights and they're in the form of a cross. He said, don't you forget this. The cross is the way home. Finally, he's bringing us down. We still can't see anything. And all he kept saying is, stay with me. My sheep, the Bible says, hear my voice and they follow me. Finally, just a couple hundred feet off the ground, we saw the cross. I landed the plane. In fact, I landed it seven times. Finally, it all came to a stop and the minute we stopped, the pilot woke up. The voice said, thanks for listening. I watch them crash and burn all the time because they won't follow my voice. They don't understand I'm the one who can see them even when they can't see me. But they get the voices in their head and they kill themselves. They self-destruct. Thanks for listening to the voice. Then they put us in a motel room at about four in the morning, a knock at my door. And I opened the door and a man was standing there. He said, hello, David. I said, you're the voice. You're the one who got me home. He said, I, do you understand one day you're going to stand before him and say, you were the voice. You're the voice that brought me home. If you're not on that altar as a living sacrifice, your head's full of voices. And then we wonder why kids crash and burn. We wonder why marriages are shattered. And the Lord's saying, I'm the one who has the voice. All I can remember is that voice saying, stay with me. Stay with me. Don't listen to what's going on in your head and don't watch the storm. Stay with me. And I'll take you through. Tonight you have a God who has promised to take you through a living sacrifice holy wow that right there that was a uh, 
that was David Gibbs, man. And I tell you, every time I hear that, my eyes water up because you can hear the emotion in his in his voice as he's telling that story. You can hear the the uncertainty as you know as he relives it. Right? You you don't you're not certain if you're gonna die if you're gonna live. You 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 have no idea. And all he had was that voice, the, those radio waves that came in audible form through those speakers or his headphones or wherever he was listening from. And it, it's just, it's so interesting. As he told that story, he drew such a magnificent parallel with what we here on this earth deal with every day. We have tons of voices in and out of our head trying to get us to be swayed one way or the other. You know, trying to lead us away from God. While God is trying to talk to us, we have a hundred others that are not for God trying to lead us different ways. Whether if that's the the voice of seduction or the voice of, you know, addiction or what have you. There's so many voices out there or even actual audible voices of people that are up to no good that want to draw you into their bad company. Let's end with a few more of these verses here. Um, I like this one. Romans 10, 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. Psalm 18, 6. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help from his temple. He heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. Proverbs 10, 17, Whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. Those are those other voices. What else we have here? Psalm 5, 3. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and will expectantly and wait expectantly. Uh, and Malachi 2, 2. If you do not listen and if you do not resolve to honor my name, says the Lord Almighty, I will send a curse on you and I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have already cursed them because you have not resolved to honor me. This is how important it is, ladies and gentlemen, to hear God's voice. Here, we'll, we'll do one more and then we'll close it out with a prayer. Deuteronomy 13.4 It is the Lord your God you must follow, and Him you must revere. Keep His commands and obey Him, serve Him, and hold fast to Him. And there we are. That's, uh, like I said, that is about listening to the voice of God. That is so important. That's why I always say to you guys, get rid of the distractions. Tune out the frequencies that aren't relevant. Shut off the phone. Turn off social media, if nothing else. Yeah, I know it's fun to scroll, but you know it's designed to get you drawn in, to spend hours on end on the phone. They have engineers in the background trying to figure out how to use colors and brightness and chimes, sounds, dings to keep you in the matrix, if you will, that phone to keep you engaged. That's what these people get paid so much money to do. Why do you think casinos are such an addictive place to be at? Because of the bright lights and the colors and the way the chimes and the dingers ding 
there's psychological things that take place in your mind as you hear and and see these things with your with your senses it keeps you in keeps you drawn in social media is the same exact way tv is the same exact way turn it off be still know that i'm god i forgot what verse that was but i believe it was somewhere Somewhere in Psalms, and I think it was somewhere again, I think in the Gospels with Matthew, when, you know, the, when the, you know, they were out in the boat and the storm was rocking and rolling the boat so much so that water and waves were pouring into the boat. And meanwhile, Jesus was taking a nap. I'm just paraphrasing here, but, you know, all the disciples woke him up. Teacher, teacher, the storm is going to basically blow us into the ocean here, into the sea. What, what do we do? What do we do? And that's when he said, do you, do you have little faith. And that's when he spoke and, and calmed the sea down, calmed the storm down. That's why I always say at the beginning of every show, we have, I have God and Jesus Christ at my side, or I should say I am at their side, and they are at the helm of this ship. They are at the wheel, and they are steering us through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. And that's what we are in. We are in crazy chaotic waters, ladies and gentlemen, with, with everything that we're seeing with inflation and gas prices and rent increases and people who want to buy homes. You can't buy homes. And people who can't, you know, trying to make decisions between buying a loaf of bread or a gallon of gas. I mean, I get it. I, I feel the squeeze too. I get it. Maybe you're losing hours because your company's starting to downsize because, you know, they can't pay the increased taxes or you working for a company like Smithfield Meat Processing out in California that's shutting down and I think displacing 16 or 1,800 employees. I mean, there's so many different problems going on out there. I get it. Or you're that mom that is trying to find formula for your newborn baby. Like there's a myriad of problems out there. But ladies and gentlemen, you got to turn your eyes to the cross. Turn to God. He will lead you through it. Listen to the voice. But in order to listen to the voice, you got to turn off all the other nonsense, all the distractions, all the noise, all the other voices that are trying to get in your headspace. And Satan is really good at that. So with that, we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this time together. Thank you for this message, and thank you for the story from David Gibbs. I hope it serves people who listen to this. I hope it serves everyone well. I hope it hits them in their heart the way it hit me. Father, as we come to you today, we we come to you grateful for all that we have. Even during our struggles and during our worst days, we are still good because we know at the end of the day, you are in control. We know you're going to take us through these storms. We know you're going to take us through these rough seas and bring us to safe harbor because that's what you do. We hand over 100% of our life to you. We lay it in your hands. We are the living sacrifice at the altar for you, God, because we know what you're capable of. And my God, the God that I follow, you, Father, you have no limits. You have no limits at all. And everything is possible through you. And so for that reason, and that reason alone is why we lay our lives to you 100%, complete surrender to you, we know you're going to steer us the way you need us to go. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's all I have for you today. I know we're beyond 15 minutes. Man, that's what happens when I jabber on way too much. But but it's a very important message, and I hope you all enjoyed it. I'm going to be back here in about a couple minutes, depending on how quickly Podbean wants to you know react with me. I'm going to do 
a His Heartline discussion. And because it is Flag Day, I am going to be, I was debating between this and another uh, topic, but because of the very nature that it's Flag Day, I can't pass up the opportunity to actually discuss the civil peace flag, the U.S. civil peace flag. If you're part of the assembly, you know what it is. If you're not part of the assembly, you're going to learn what it is and you're going to want to do your own research. This is going to be very interesting. I know if you're thinking, oh, how exciting can a podcast be about a flag? You'd be very surprised, especially if you're someone who likes history come on over. I've never been a big history person. I've never liked history, but I'll tell you what, I'm falling in love with it now, now that I'm starting to realize and learn the real true history, not that fake nonsense that they peddle in schools, real history. So come on over on the other side, give me about a couple minutes to get situated, and we're going to discuss the civil peace flag and why that is our true American flag. All right, till then or the next time, we'll see you later. say thank you again for joining us here at his our line you just listened to one percent or less with him don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com we look forward to seeing you next time have a blessed day